Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 61, Three Ways to Transform Years of Negative Self-Talk. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to release the unconscious negative energy that has accumulated over the years from talking negatively to yourself. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode. We are going to be talking about three ways to transform years of negative self-talk. Because growing up, a lot of us, I think, talk negative to ourselves. It's like that's what we're taught to do. If, we're, if we talk too positive to ourselves or too highly of ourselves, we th- it's almost looked at as like conceited. That's true. I feel like I remember growing up, and I have actually remember talking with good friends in third grade, and we would always say that one of our friends, a guy friend, was really conceited because he always talked about how great he was at baseball. And it's actually a good thing to believe in yourself and to to know what you're worth. So it's valuable. And we have an average of 60 to 80,000 thoughts every day. So imagine what your thoughts are. And a lot of them are repetitive thoughts. And I find that with myself that I'm like, I've already thought that. Why am I, why is that coming up again? Absolutely. Because we're habitual beings. So like we're, most people, they think repetitive, the same things over and over and over again. It's till we watch a podcast episode like this or something that interrupts our pattern mm-hmm. of how we used to think. Yes. And that's what starts to, to really shift it. So that's why I like Ayana Fix My Life that show because Ayana talks about breaking the patterns and sometimes you have to interrupt the pattern in a way that you might not want to but just being aware of your negative self-talk is something that's going to actually make you aware of future talk that you have to yourself. Absolutely and Ayana does really good at breaking people's patterns and she just disrupts them so hopefully this show is going to do that for you with our three one of our three ideas here so let's go to number one. So number one is letter to yourself. And I feel like you should take this over because you just had a situation come up in your Empaths Blueprint program with a student. Yes, so I'm not saying that I invented this. I'm sure somebody else already said, hey, write a letter to yourself. But the way that this happened was, so I was on a call with my students and one of the students was confused with one of the, one of the action steps in there. So one of the action steps is to either write a letter or speak your piece to somebody that you spoke out of anger to, whether it was a year ago or five years ago. And this was all with the point of stopping overanalyzing. Because if we speak our truth, there's nothing to overanalyze. So if you spoke out of anger to somebody, then you know you haven't, you haven't told them and cleared up that situation from five years ago, you could still be holding on to that. So that was the point of this exercise. So the student was like, I can't really think of somebody to write the letter to right now. So, in, you know, which was a normal, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. And then as we start to talk and talk, it became more clear that maybe she was supposed to, in this moment, write the letter to herself. And it was like a breakthrough that we had. And actually, as I was telling her this, because the, the breakthrough came in the call and I was like, it just came over us. Mm-hmm. I realized that I need to write a letter. I needed to write a letter to myself as well. Yeah, and I'm sure that's really powerful. And 
I'm sure just listening to this, it may think make you think a little bit differently because it's so common for us empaths to be doing for everyone else. Sometimes we might not have anyone that we're still angry with or we need forgiveness from. Maybe though, there's always something. Always something if you dig a little childhood. deeper. But the majority of the time, there's probably something that you said about yourself or something that you did that you wouldn't do to other people. So we always get taught um, do unto to others that you would do for yourself kind of thing, right? Right. Ruining it. But a lot of the times we treat other people better than we treat ourselves. Absolutely. You know, what would you tell your friend if your friend came to you and started saying negative things about themselves? How would you coach them through that? Right. And one of the students even said, I talk to myself like I, the way I talk to myself, I've talked to myself in the past. I would never talk to somebody else like that. And that's what that's we're, powerful. that's where this breakthrough came. And it made us, made me realize and the students on the call that a lot of people do this. They talk to themselves, like Lindsay was saying, way worse than what they would even talk to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a huge thing. So in this letter, you could you could write about, so as you're writing it, everything's channeled, I look at. So channel your past and channel all the feelings that you had and channel all the moments that you remember talking down to yourself, like maybe you... Um, did something embarrassing and you're like, oh, that's me again. And think about all of those times that come up. And as you're writing this letter, um, it'll start to help you observe those memories too. And I think this is huge. Um, having compassion in the letter and having compassion for ourselves and really having compassion that we even talk down to ourselves in the first place too. Yeah. Because then you could go into shame and think, oh, I'm so bad that I kept on having that self-talk and that yeah. self-talk. There's something wrong with me because I keep getting you know, this coming up, but we're going to go to the next one because I feel like the next one actually goes with this, the letters to yourself. Yes. Because you might be thinking in your head, well, I can't think of a moment that I need to apologize for. Maybe there's general moments where I look in the mirror and I think, oh, I'm getting older. Like, and you start saying that, but there's more to it. And one of the things that's next is to go and experience, um, what is Actually, looking at your baby pictures, yeah, that's middle what I was school say. pictures. The baby, the photos. Right. Because then if you look at these photos, you can actually think of those moments. Oh, at that age, I remember this moment in class where I was really embarrassed and I was kicking myself, you know? Absolutely. But there's more detail to that. Sending love. Right. Sending love to to yourself in that yeah. moment. And I've, I've done that where I've actually taken a baby picture and I've looked at myself as a baby and I didn't remember it in that moment, but I could feel the energy through the photo of me as a little girl and sending that love is so powerful. Absolutely. And a lot of times it'll, you'll spark memories that you, you probably never even thought about in a long time mm-hmm. and finding the different photos with the different ages, especially if you know there's a specific age that you really struggled whether you had depression or depression or some kind of major life transition, go back to those pictures for um, for sure. Yeah. To send love, healing, and to find compassion for yourself in that moment. Right. And sometimes when we're little, we don't realize how much we actually take in in the subconscious mind. So at the age of three, that's the average age of us remembering things that have happened to us. But what happens to those other years, even the years of us being in the womb, we're picking up on conversations and thoughts from our parents 
our relatives, um, people around us. And what happens is, is those conversations that come up from our parents or different people, even friends, we start to carry those with us and sometimes their thoughts become our own. So take ownership of your own thoughts too, but just know there may be a repetitive pattern there. And sometimes looking at these photos will actually remind you, like, why did I start feeling bad for myself in school, in math class? Was there something that was said to you by the math teacher that you transferred over to that negative talk? Absolutely, and going so, back to the when you were in the womb, you could go back to pictures when your mom was pregnant with you. Yeah. And, you know, kind of send love and healing to that picture to yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's very powerful. I mean, that is something I don't know if everyone thinks about that, but if if you if your mom had a pregnancy where it was very stressful at that point or maybe your mom didn't expect to have you and there was some sort of negative conversation in that situation, you can kind of connect the dots in certain situations, you know. Right. The and more you, can you feel do this. that, it's not bringing it up to think, "Oh my gosh, my mom didn't have a good pregnancy. Now I have to be in fear mode because I need to fix myself." That's not what I'm saying, but there's more to it. It's more about observing it and letting it come up and being okay with it when you observe it and understanding, which we'll go into our next mm -hmm. number three. Yes. Before I start going, I was about to go into that, but it's number three is use your thoughts as lessons. That's a huge one to use your thoughts as lessons. I feel like for me personally, when I first started to get into the secret, I started to think about the positive affirmations that I wanted to say and I would drill them in my mind, look in the mirror, write them down. But if I didn't feel it and I was repeating positive affirmations, it just didn't really go hand in hand. Like, yes, you can build up that belief as you go with it. I truly believe in that. But my thing is, is when I think about the thoughts and treating them as lessons, I think, well, if there is a negative thought coming up, so I'll give this personal example because you know about it and I've shared it on the podcast. There was a thought where I was thinking negatively about my body and I'm like, I always wanted to gain weight. I remember wanting to gain weight since I was probably in high school because I was so tiny and I'm like, I want to gain muscle. I want to be more toned. And then a couple of years ago, I looked in the mirror. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to lose weight. Like, what is wrong with me? This doesn't even look like my body. And I started really talking badly about myself. And then I'd be with friends and they would say something about their body. And I'm like, no, look at me. Have you ever heard that? I don't know if it's a, you know, a girl thing or there's a mix of guys. I know you don't It's a mix of like guys that. too. I mean, it's supposedly I hear that more girls are like that, right? That's like studies and all that will say girls are more self-conscious, but yeah. I feel like guys are too. A lot of guys. Well, I started definitely. To, right. And then I started feeling bad because I was feeling horrible about myself and talking negatively. But there's a lesson in that. The moment I started to hear myself repeat the same thoughts, have the same conversation, I'm like, I need to take action. If this is coming up, I'm not gonna push it away and ignore it. I'm gonna actually get to the root of it and figure out what is going on. So I took action and changed what I was doing. And I wasn't eating to, to just eat. I was eating for nutrients and energy. Right. So that's a food piece to it. Well, but. so analyzing that too, um, basically holding together your two beliefs, your two thoughts is fear. So yeah. when you were younger, you had a fear of being too skinny or yeah. maybe maybe it was even deeper than that, maybe being too pretty. I know I, sometimes we've talked about that before. you're like, that sounds kind of funny to some of the people watching or listening, but it's like, 
Lindsay, I remember you telling me, and I felt the same way at times, is like, if you're good looking and if you come off as too confident, people will think, oh, they, they think they're better than me yes, because they're good looking. Yes, that was my fear. And that's, that's a fear. I know it sounds funny, well, but it's it like maybe... Well, it weird talking about it. It is it's weird. Me... Like, it's very weird talking about it, but it's, I feel like a lot of people have these truths like to where they feel this way. Exactly, and I started to act very ditzy. Yeah, to so kind of like acted, play like it down. I would giggle, I would right. um, do things that would sound like it, you know, I didn't know what I was talking about without even knowing I, I was used, doing all it. All the time I used to do that same thing. We And not make eye contact. So many different things that I would do because I didn't want people to think that I was coming off as a know-it-all or, or you know, too I think pretty or all that. Or all whatever. that, yeah, yeah, for sure. So it was fear holding you together. And like Lindsay said... You observe the thought, not to like shame yourself, not to feel bad about it, but to figure out, wait, what's the pattern here? Before I was trying to gain weight because, you know, now I'm looking at myself. Well, the pattern right away, you'll recognize that it's fear. Mm -hmm. That it's a certain, or you'll recognize specifically what fear and all that is holding together. But right when you recognize it, I feel like that's a release right there. And then the next step is like Lindsay said, you must take action to get control of this. So... If it's if it's exercise or nutrition, that's what it would be for Lindsay's case. Like, if you have negative self-talk about your body, I guarantee if you start working out and you stay dedicated to that, just the discipline of doing that is going to build your confidence in that area. So we need to analyze these different things that we um, are talking bad about ourselves to and then just start to take action with it too. So obviously action's always a part of it. And then it's just recognizing that Thoughts can be lessons, and thoughts yeah. are just thoughts. They're not who we are. Right. It and feels like who we are after a while. And I want to bring this up to mediums, too, or spiritual entrepreneurs, or just any person living their life. If you're thinking, oh, I'm not good enough, or, you know, am I supposed to be doing this, or, you know, am I a good wife, or a good husband, or whatever it is, Start to think about that. Is there something that you have in the back of your mind like you haven't put in the effort that you want to put in? And if you find that you are putting in the effort, then start taking notes on that and become aware. Maybe you're just going through the moment and you're not even really enjoying the moment. You know, there's there's times I remember in government class, I was doing homework and one of my teachers, he said to me, it's like you're on a treadmill. You just keep on going. But like I wasn't stopping. I was doing my homework and just quickly getting it done. But I wasn't putting the effort that I needed to put in. And it makes me think about that. Where there's sometimes we go through life and we're just going, going, going. But we're not aware. We're not aware of our thoughts. We're not aware of our actions. And then we start second guessing, you know, who we are and what we're doing. And if, if we're even good enough. Right. Absolutely. So becoming aware of what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. is crucial in this to build in to build in like that positive self-talk into where you feel good about it to where you actually know you're going somewhere yeah so going back to I wanted to go back before we close this out I wanted to talk about so you asked if guys um, have the body image thing so right as I said that I started or right after I, we talked about that I started to remember when I was in high school and I was really skinny yeah I remember that and I felt I was so scared to take my shirt off in front of people, like ninth grade and below. And I w- it was just like I had this complex. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's more relevant than what people realize. Or maybe they just don't speak about it. That's what they it is. That's what it is. I think a lot of guys, because back then I didn't speak about that to anybody. And that I mean, could be a stereotype to say guys don't speak about it. But I feel like generally... Generally, maybe not as much. They're not, not as likely. Because it's like, you know, what am I going to do? Hey, 
I, you know, being a ninth grader, it's hurting my feelings that people are looking at me like I'm too skinny or like, I mean, you know, thinking of a guy saying that, you want to be manly and stuff. You know, you're taught to be manly at that age. So, yeah, guys hold, hold in a lot. Yeah. I think so. So these are just three ways that you could actually transform that negative self-talk. But I think it is important to go back in time so that when you're in the present moment, you are aware and you don't judge yourself for having these thoughts, but you can move through them. Right. And understand that this is a process that if you have 10 years, 20 years of negative self-talk, you're not going to just watch this episode and everything yeah. heals. You have to go through the process because all of that, all those years are accumulated inside your unconscious. Like I feel like it's always within us. So it's Definitely. like, but it can be released too. And this is part, these are the three ways, like Lindsay said, to actually release that and transform the negative self-talk to where it's actually serving you. You could take that as bad as it feels and you can make it actually do just as much good mm -hmm. on the other side of it. And listening to this today, if you have to listen to it again, do that. Listening to it is gonna unlock something inside of you that you might not have remembered on a conscious level. And you're just opening up the intention of receiving healing right now and, and receiving this um, clarity around your thoughts and it's gonna happen. So just be aware, you might be at the grocery store, you might be riding a bike or taking a walk or brushing your teeth and all of a sudden you have this memory that came up that you thought was so little but really it trans transfers into the rest of the areas of your life. So just be aware that's gonna come up and it's a good thing. So we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next time. See you next time. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes and remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.